I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to New York Talk, the Rotherham United podcast. This is a very special episode, as all will become very clear. Um, but it's still a preview show. We are going to look ahead to another South Yorkshire derby with Doncaster Rovers visiting New York Stadium in the early kickoff on Saturday afternoon. Go through the stats, previews, everything like that. Um, ben is with us. Hello, Benjamin. Hello. Wearing a Rotherham t-shirt, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny, yeah, yeah. Danny Glazer, you're also wearing Hello. a Rotherham shirt, yeah? Yep. Yeah, I'm also wearing a Rotherham United t-shirt. It's a Rotherham United podcast, um, yep. as as says with the name. Um, <laughs> Rotherham, Rotherham shirts, Rotherham shirts. Um, one of us tonight, I, I, I'm sure you're all thinking, where's Mick, ever present? Where is Michael? His big mouth, we're missing his big mouth. Well, <laughs> his big mouth has got him into a bit of trouble over the past week or so. And he's put himself in a bit of a situation where, if anybody not seen social media over the past week, uh, he's upset a few Wednesday fans, as he does. Uh, but for charity, he said he would wear a Sheffield Wednesday shirt if we raised £200 for charity. We've got £400 so far. So, without further ado, oh, Nick... Is here. Hello, Michael. Hello. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> Very kind of you. Um, so, four hundred pounds for charity. Yeah. So yeah. far, if anybody wants to donate, you can always go on our pin, pin tweet or on our website. Um, four hundred and forty-two so far. Very good. That's good, isn't it? That's nice. Yeah. Um, so I think you've got a bet to fulfil. Well, you said that. There's a bit of a problem with it, right? As, as you as you've tweeted out today, uh, the uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, at first start, obviously, my Twitter handle has been changed by somebody um, <laughs> on there. Um, uh, I am slightly a different size to uh, to Mr. Barry Bannon, who was absolutely, genuinely, hand on heart, 
been an absolute gent about this and donated a shirt, a signed shirt, um, for me to wear. Unfortunately, I have got it, and I will put it. It is there, look. So, <laughs> there it is. Unfortunately, it won't fit over my arm, let alone... <laughs> Anything else? So mix not the mix not the mix not the shape of a professional footballer. I, I'm, I'm not the shape. No, I'm not. I'm certainly not the shape of uh, of, of uh, Barry Bannon. So so there's the shirt. It will be auctioned off to the highest bidder after this, um, as opposed to the lowest bidder. As opposed to the lowest bidder. Uh, so so yeah, there you are. So Mick couldn't wear that shirt because we like so it doesn't fit. Uh, so we had to get outside help. But also um, also in addition to that. If somebody's going to be paying a decent amount of money, the last thing they want is a sweaty Rotherham fan inside it as well. Well, you say that because um, somebody else, uh, when, when you buy a Sheffield Wednesday shirt, they aren't cheap. So we've had to get outside help. Um, and a big shout out to Dan Nuttall from the Northern Monkeys football show. He has helped us out, hasn't he, Mick? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's helped the right word. No, help is definitely not the right word. Uh, and next time I see you, all I consider myself well and truly stitched up. Uh, <laughs> absolutely stitched up. God, that's horrible. Oh, right. That is horrible. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Hey, if you look closely, the owl eyes follow you around the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. The thing is, you've got absolutely nobody to blame. This was all your idea. <laughs> well, I have. What I can do now is I can say that not only would Barry Bannon not make our bench, he's not coming at all now at all because of what he's done by donating this shirt and making me actually do it. <laughs> Now, to be fair, I think, I, I, having said what I said about him, obviously, he's now passed the Paul Warren good human being test. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, so therefore, he's, he's more than welcome. More than welcome can, to come and join our, our fantastic club. And, you know, it, it'd probably do better, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. So, this is going to be weird. Um, anyway. very weird. For you. <laughs> Somebody else feel really oh. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it should, uh, you, you, yeah. Thank you to everybody who's done it already. We should say that there's four hundred something pounds donated already, uh, and I know everybody is very, very keen to get a bid on the shirt as well, which hopefully will raise all going to run hospice, as we mentioned. So it is for a really, really good cause. Um, yeah. You're such a divvy, you make. I can't believe you agreed to that. I, I just, you know, I, if I could get something else to, to pop up on screen just to make my camera a bit smaller, uh, I, I could perhaps push, mm. push it away a bit more. Hang on, I, I've, I've got you. Bear with me. Bear with <laughs> I me. I thought you might have, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do that to people. There we go. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is really bad oh, for all our audio listeners. So we yeah. have our <laughs> apologize. Uh, if oh, you're yeah. not, just these first five minutes are definitely worth just going to YouTube for for watch Mick. Um, oh, I've, never, get, I've never seen. We're get clipped again, aren't we? Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a person <laughs> so look so uncomfortable in any clothing. <laughs> I, I can see you just squirming and fidgeting. I really don't like it. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but we finished, oh. finished off this point. We'll talk about this at the end, sure. But massive thank you to Barry Bannon, who's been a fantastic yeah. sport. Um, and he's he, he, the one that suggested that he'll, he'll send the shirt across to us signed. And within a couple of days, we've got it. It is signed, like, like we've said. Um, and we have the picture from <laughs> this is not us just signing the shirt and just saying yeah, we, yeah. we've got the picture from <laughs> from Baran and uh, doing the signing with the, with the shirt. So it's not you know not trying to flog it and uh, well we are trying to flog it and raise some money I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. But to, in a good way. Fair, to be fair, when we do flog it, obviously whoever buys it, if you want me to sign it as well, I'd be more than happy. <laughs> 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 oh God! Come on, let's go on with this and get this over and done with because this has really hurted me. Uh, we might what we might do we, the last couple episodes have been quite extended episodes we, we might extend this to an hour just just so it makes uncomfortable a bit longer mm-hmm. um we'll see see how things go um so <laughs> wow. right, let's try and get started guys come on professional come on um <laughs> south york derby this weekend uh doncaster rovers um yeah it's difficult to concentrate to be honest with you yeah. Have we got any other points we want to talk about from the Sheffield Wednesday game? Is there any other points that came up after the game? We recorded the day after, and there was a lot of things said in banter, and so we're not in banter. Is there any other points anybody wants to make from that game? Is any other you know anybody thought rethought the game? Any any thing that you've rethought from the game itself on the ninety minutes? I mean, to be fair, one of the good things that's come out of it is that the injury to Chill didn't look as serious mm. as, um, as as we first anticipated. It sounds like he will miss out this weekend, but. Um, you know, it, it it's not a. It doesn't sound serious. And bear in mind, we've now got an international break coming up for us, uh, which is obviously going to benefit to benefit him as well. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's that's it really that came out of that game, isn't it? And that and this shirt thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, Ben. Danny, anything? Anything extra? I, I just tried to forget about it quite quickly. <laughs> Yeah, just sank about six beers and then moved on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Let's move on to the to the another South York story, as we mentioned. Doncaster Rovers have come up visiting uh, this weekend. First time they've visited New York in a competitive game. In a, I said competitive. That doesn't include the JPT or whatever it's called nowadays. Since the 2-1, the late, 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 late 2-1 win in 2018, I think it was. Um Lots of things have changed since then. I think they've been to two or three managers since then. So it is a completely different Doncaster Rovers that's, which we're coming up against. Um, they have had, Danny, a wretched start. Four points, uh, four games, sorry, one point. Um, I mean, they weren't expected to be running away with league, but that is a terrible, terrible start for Donny. Yeah, and yeah, the first, their only goal so far has been scored in the uh, in the opening game, opening game. Opening day of the season against Wimbledon, and they lost it two mm. one. Um, I mean, they have got a couple of, of draws in there, like they drew in the first round of the Carabao Cup, and then one on penalties. Uh, they had a good draw against Portsmouth, which is their where their single point came from. Um, mm. But yeah, to only have scored one goal in your opening, well, opening six really is it opening six? six? Now, yeah, in, yeah opening six. Games, yeah. yeah, it's a bit. I don't know, if I were a Donny fan, I'd be like, why have we only scored once, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of, like, like you said, Donny don't want to, won't be like running away with the league or anything, but you'd think they'd want a strong position and, you know, like just pushing towards the playoffs. Mm. But if this is 
starting how you mean to go on, Donny won't do very well this season. Mm. No, they won't. Um, what I will say is, we, just for just for, to promote us again, we've got the scouting report on our YouTube channel with Liam Oden from Donny Free Press. So if you haven't checked that already, that will have gone live last night at 9 o'clock. So if you haven't watched that already, get on there because he'll tell us all about a bit more detail about Donny and what to expect from them and their start. Go on, make you an assessment. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, listen to, uh, obviously, as bearing in mind what I'm dressed in, this was on, we were, I was on Football Heaven the other night. They were they were asking about it. And prior to going on, there was a Donny fan on. Um, I don't know whether he's a supporter or a journalist or, or what, but he, he was obviously very knowledgeable about the club. Uh, and it sounds like they're in a bit of a rebuilding stage at the moment at, to, at, at Rovers. They are not expecting to do anything this season or certainly from I'm basing this purely and simply on what this chap was saying um they're just expecting to go open to consolidate and starting to build a sustainable club it sounds like the board have got from what he was saying I've got the head screwed on right whether that's right or not I don't know but they're trying to they're trying to sort of you know basically build a club that's going to remain rather than boom and bust kind of situation a bit like my um a bit like my uh, shirt yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I I don't know whether that's right, but certainly I wouldn't expect them, based on on the information that I've sort of had over the last few days, that uh, that they're going to be anywhere near challenging this season. You never know. Uh, you never know. But my sort of feeling and understanding is that probably they're going to be lower half of the table this season, and, and certainly they're, they're certainly their opening games form, if you like, as uh, as sort of. Bears that out, doesn't it? Yeah. I also did Darren Moore last year, just well, two years, not just last year, the year before, Ben. Um, and this is a problem with clubs like clubs like Donny, and you know, for somebody like us, if we had a different type of manager, if you give a young manager a chance like Darren Moore or like MK Dons did with Russell Martin, they can get easily snapped up by a bigger club before their project has been completed. So they get given the chance by, in this case, Doncaster Rovers, and because another chance has come up, off it pops, and now Donny left it loose. They've got to start all over again. It must be so frustrating. We might be in that in that situation in a few years' time. You never know. I can only imagine how frustrating it must be for those supporters. But why would you want a manager who's just going to up and leave? Who well, that's what I mean. Want to finish what he started? Like, yeah, we say one might go in a few years. At least he's finishing what he started. Do you know what I mean he's been here what four years, five years? Four years? Four years. Yeah, 20, 20, 20, 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. Alan Moore wrote, wrote Donny, what? How long? Less than two. Less than two years, so... Yeah, I bet it is frustrating. I bet it's annoying as anything. Cause I, I bet they're more sold on this big dream of, oh, I'm going to be here for 40 years and win Champions League, and you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and he's probably up and left to a bigger club. But, but it is a big club. Not a better club, bigger club. Uh, but... Yeah, we've got a bigger ground. We've got a bigger fan base. They're not a better club. They're a better team. They're a better team. They're not a better club. Let's just get that mm. straight. Yeah. I well, think they've had the busy summer. I think it's 11 signings. I've counted 11 signings that they've brought in. It's um, funny. That's always... Yeah. I, I, I just new manager. Yeah, they got rid of that Marquis, didn't they? Marquis? He was yeah, over 2 billion to Pompey. Two... Jeez. Wept. Yeah. Uh, but... He was their danger man, from what I remember. Or, well, yeah. their best player weren't really dangerous. He were, yeah. Last time we played him at our place, where Darren Ferguson was in charge, and then John Marcus. If John Marcus didn't score, he was still there, as far as I can remember. 
Um, yeah, looking through there, we were talking about it before we start recording, Danny. You look through their squad list, and I have heard a couple of players. Uh, John Bostock is a very, very old school name. I think he, he were back at Spurs a long, old time ago. John Taylor is obviously a standout. I mentioned Omar Bogle. That's it. There's no other real. I've, I've heard of their keeper because he made a couple of penalty saves this season. They're not. They're not any brought in any real names. So that, in a way, it's a risk. But at the same time, I suppose it's a little bit of pressure off because they're not names, so there's no pressure on them coming in. I suppose. Yeah, you, you could say that. Like you say, they've not made any marquee signings per se. Like you could say, one of our marquee signings was Shane Ferguson because of his uh, his background. Uh, but we we don't need, like yeah the the they signed they signed Omar Bogle this this season right, and we were linked with him a bit ago whilst he was still at Christ Grimsby, uh, yeah. Grimsby yeah yeah and then so, Wigan yeah and then Wigan so that's one name that we know John Taylor obviously because he used to play for us and then went for Championship football but didn't work out for him, um but yeah there's no real names on the team sheet that like jump at you. You know, it, like I say, it could be it could be a bad thing because there's no real names and known quality in the team. But then on the flip side, you could say, well, if one of these players turns out to be a diamond that no one's heard of before, that could bring in more money for Doncaster, and then they could sign someone who was more well known at this level or even at a higher level. So, mm. but it's it, it's a very it's an interesting gamble we've gone for sign the players who look good in terms of watching them and hope they do it for you and then potentially move on for bigger money without really having one of the big names. You know, they've the uh, they lost Coppinger because he retired. Mm. So that's that. like, yeah, that's their big name gone. And same with Marcus going to Pompey. That's another big name gone. But so far it hasn't really clicked for him. But then again, you could say that was the same with us when we made 11 new signings a couple of seasons ago. It takes a little bit for you to, uh, for you to get going. But... I don't know. They don't really have like a, a goal scorer in the squad mm. this time round, which is a little bit worrying after your first six games. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, uh, let's bring it back to us a little bit, mate. The derby. Talk about the derby itself. Um, you've been watching football longer than us. We played Doncaster a lot of times. It's something like mm. eighty something times. Eighty eighty. This will be the eighty seventh game we played with Donny. So it's a game we've played a lot over the years. Yeah, it doesn't to me. In my life, we haven't played that much because obviously got the relegated to National League and there's been periods of time where we haven't played them for a period of time. For me, it's not as fierce a rival as, well, any of those, really. I'd probably put Donny below, even Barnsley Sheffield United a little bit. But it seems quite fierce for Doncaster. No, I don't know if I'm misreading that. So Donny fans, if I'm misreading that, <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not trying to bait. If you're buy it, you can buy it. But I'm not trying They'll to They'll be wearing a Donny shirt next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what's your view of the derby? Because it's been eight six games. I imagine you've seen most of them. Yeah, all of them actually. Um, I, our our, um, our our manager of the uh, Rotherham first one in eighteen seventy two. Now, I mean, the thing is, were you not playing? No, I didn't play. No, I'd, uh, I'd made my playing career were over by then. Um, <laughs> I, what what question? <laughs> no, I remember. I remember a lot of most of the time with the exception of the pointless derby between Palace and Brighton, most of the time derbies are about geography, aren't they? You know, essentially the clubs that's closest to you. Um, and for us, that happens to be these people here um, because geographically they're closest to us. 
um, and and also geographically, most of the fans live with us. You know what I mean? So, so they, they, most of their fans live in our town. So, so geographically, that that's why it's more important to us as Rotherham United supporters than, than the Doncaster one. Donny, it, it's a, it's a bit of a place geographically again, as I keep saying that out on its own. You know, apart from us, well, I think we're the, probably the nearest town. Apart from us, it's Scunthorpe, which is miles away. You know, yeah. um, so so no, I, I mean, I don't see it. I almost don't see it as a derby, if I'm perfectly honest. I know they're in the same county, but it just seems... I, I, and, I, and this is not a dig in any way, because I'm not going to dig at anybody anymore. Because I've, I've, I've fallen for <laughs> egg under out with that before now, and I'm not I'm not doing it again. Well, not till February anyway. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's not... It, I don't know. I just don't see... It just doesn't feel like a derby to me. Okay. I have a second follow-up question. Uh, another Mick, like, another another Mick um, phrase that I've not heard of before. Uh, you fell for the egg under the hat, like a magician, isn't it? What, what? Uh, you're going to tell me you've never heard for like a magician, for egg under the hat. like a magician. Oh, I assume, it's, I assume it's, to talk, I assume it's a magic reference, but I've never, I don't, I didn't know my, um, egg under the hat was a magician's trick. It's not, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. I guess I have no idea what the, what it means then. Oh come on. Well, I'm I'm not going to explain my my weird apparently Just weird say, in inverted uh, commas sayings. If you've uh, heard that one, then you just say it's not fun when the rabbit's got the gun. That makes sense. Yeah, that's another one I've not heard of as well. No, I never it's heard not, of fun, not fun when the rabbit's got the gun. <laughs> what, what <does laughs> that, that makes sense. When you're hunting, it's not fun when that rabbit's got the gun and he's hunting. Right. You. I thought it was on anymore. about pulling a rabbit after a hat and the thing's got a gun. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. That's a different magic, magic trick. Pulling a rabbit out of hat, <laughs> you know. This, this is I'm a football podcast, isn't it? Sort of I it is, like but I feel like I've slipped into like an alternate not universe. Heard of it, if I've not heard of that, then anybody my age, there's a good chance they won't have heard of it either. So <laughs> I just it, didn't I'm, say I'm, it. I'm trying to do a public service. That's all I'm trying. Does that shirt it's affecting him? That's it. And also, <laughs> the longer the longer I talk nonsense for. The longer you've got to wear that shirt for. So, <laughs> yeah, welcome to a special two-hour edition of New York. Tour. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to a question. Ben, right? We had a question on from YouTube, Ben. Um, so, bring it back to Rotherham United completely. Well, it does still sort of relate to Doncaster. Kieran Sadlier. Um, uh, he is almost certainly going to play on Saturday. Chio's not going to be playing. In, so you would assume, and Ferguson is a little bit of a doubt. He hasn't trained on Thursday, so he may still play Saturday, but he may not start. So for me, sadly, is almost guaranteed to start. Um, the I had a question from Danny Smith on YouTube asking about him. Um, so I'll read you the full comment, and then we can we can talk about it. Danny Smith thinks that sadly is first in quarterly, or he has certainly got the potential to be. Uh, is it like Warney says he's trying a bit too hard at the moment? Danny Percy thinks he could be decent for us, but his wild shots and general decision-making make, make him frustrating. He was at the Wednesday game, and he never looked confident with receiving the ball. No complaints about the penalty, just wanting more from open play. And I think that's it, Ben. Let's forget about the penalty. The penalty is almost irrelevant to the way that sadly had played. It was just one of those things. But his overall general play, there were so many question marks about his play. He's got so many answer, questions to answer, and, qu- and quickly. Yeah, I mean, shooting from 30 yards, 
And, and we were we where we were sat, it was a oh that's close. We were in the V plates about 20 feet wide. Yeah. Uh wow. Like, do you know how annoying that is to play with, to watch, to manage that I can't I can only imagine the frustration when you're playing with that. It's so demoralizing to the fans, to the players. Uh <laughs> he's got a lot to answer for. He did nothing. He did nothing. Like Nothing. What did he do? Miss a penalty and that's it. I know he's a good save in that, but that's the fact, isn't it? He, oh, excuse me. If he's out of battle... <laughs> I I oh, no, let's stop. Let's stop. Apologise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Ben's sort of burping. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> if he's, if he's going to be playing, then... Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it, if I'm being honest. Do you think I, I, the tools, Ben? Do, 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 okay, from no. what you can see, for instance, not, not, and to be fair to Sadly, we haven't seen that much of him. Let's be fair. We, we haven't seen 46 games. I mean, it's not Wes Arden who's playing lots of games, so we know what we're getting. From what briefly you've seen, do you think he's got what it takes, technically and mentally? Everybody's got what it takes. I don't think he's willing to put it in, though. So he hasn't got what it takes. He ain't, he ain't got, he, it's what you're saying, you don't think he's got it to do it, mentally. He's it. Got, I, I don't think he... He can be bothered to or wants to. Everyone's got the ability to do it. Like, there's no such thing as natural talent. There's just no such thing no. as that. But I don't think he wants to, judging by his work ethic on the field. I mean, wow. Like, wow, he's jogging balls down. They're, they're calling, they're, uh, defenders, like, shielding it to go out and he's just jogging behind. Oh, yeah. No, like, it's just, it really is bad. He's bad like there's no other way i can describe it it's all around bad work ethic technical skills bad <laughs> it seems strange with them players danny that when he's when things aren't going very well it looks really really bad because of all these things that's been mentioned because because his work rate's not up there with Chios, for example but he's got to have it he it, it, it scored loads of goals at donny when it when it clicks and that's an if it's it's going to be spectacular, but it's just that question: if it is it going to click in a Rotherham shirt for him? I think the issue with Sadlier is that he hasn't had a good enough run out mm. consecutively in the squad. It, start starting wise, anyway, it's like it was the same in the Championship. He never he never got a consecutive run out starting, um, and I think that's why the rumours appeared that he's the player who was asked if he can leave. Like if, if you've been reading the Rotherham advertiser, like I'm sure. Us, us four do, maybe not Ben, but anyway. Um, but if you've been reading the advertiser, there's the rumour come out that one player's come into the office and asked if he wants to go, uh, and Warney is quite hilariously shot him down, saying, don't hide behind your agent. If you've got a club who wants you, come and see me yourself. And then it's all gone quiet. So that could be an agent issue, but if it still plays in your mind, if your agent said, oh, you could do better somewhere else... You start believing it yourself if someone who's guiding your career effectively starts telling you that. So maybe suddenly got it in his head that I could do better somewhere else because I'm not getting run out in this team. But maybe Chio's injury gives him that chance to show what he can actually do. But if he's took any advice from Warney on board, it's just don't try too hard. Like We've seen what he's capable of against Accrington, where he was the only player who got shots on target that game. 
but then we can also see what he's like when he is a little bit less arsed, like with Chef Wednesday. You know, and his best moment was the penalty, it was the power in the penalty, and then, like Ben says, he was just jogging about afterwards. Is it because he's less arsed or playing against better players? Could be that as well, and it sort of demoralised him, saying that team is too good for me. But then he's like, "But well, I'm not getting run out in Rotherham, so what's going on?" You know, it's an interesting case with Sadlier, and I hope he does well against Doncaster because number one, it'd be funny against his old club, <laughs> and and number two, it's like show us why we signed you, show us why mm. we signed you, and why he sees you as a winger, you know, or play midfield and show him that's your position in midfield instead. You know, I just want to see more from him, if that makes sense. He's not like pulled any roots up. He's just sort of gone into the team, done his bit, and then full-time whistle's gone or he's gone off. Mm. You know, he's not really dug himself in and gone, right, I need to prove myself. Prime example, Ollie Rathbone. Ollie Rathbone's come straight in and proved why we've signed him. But sadly, has had his chance to do that in the championship. Didn't really cause much of a fuss, and it looks like it's the same this season. I hope, I hope it doesn't pan out that way because it's never nice seeing a player who isn't invested in your club. But at the same time, just you know, just get yourself involved more. You know, look arsed. <laughs> That's my message to him. Just look arsed. <laughs> Mick thoughts. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with uh, with with either of those points of view. In in to, in 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 you know in, in as a whole, um, I'm, I'm disappointed. I feel sorry for him. He's had no run in the team whatsoever. I don't. He's think... made 17 appearances. That's well, more yeah, than right. mostly mostly subs. I Is don't he think. Oi, well, I'm going to mute Go you in a minute. I'm just saying it's relevant. I'm going to mute you, Ben. Um, I don't. I'm not convinced, and somebody will correct me. I'm sure Ben will correct me. Uh, I don't think he started consecutive games for us um, while look. he's been with us. I, I, I might be wrong, but I don't think he has. Um, he's it, it, clearly one of those types of players who's going to take in two or three games to get back into get get you know to start making an effect. I remember a time not too many seasons ago, well, quite a few seasons ago actually, where when Richard Wood were injured, it took him two or three games to get back into the swing of it before he actually got. Got back to the level that he was before. Kieran Sadler has not had that opportunity for for whatever reason, whether it be injury or or other players in the same position playing, you know, playing playing at the top of the form or, or whatever. Um, so, I'd like to see him get a run in the team. He's clearly got it. He's clearly got the ability. There's no doubt about that. We, he's, we've certainly seen like we've seen flashes of it. It's whether he can do it consistently, and maybe just maybe he's one of these types of players who needs to. Bed himself into that first team a little bit first of all with starting berth. I don't know. The, some players are like that. I just so like to see tran- him get a run. According to transfer market, he has he started the first three games of last season. He got he included the league cup tie. He then only started two more games for the rest of the season. Hmm. Bear in mind, he was injured for a reasonable length of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, five five starts in total. Not in well six if you count the league cup game this season. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe it's not not enough time. You might be right. Kirk and Broadfoot were, 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 were a similar one. It, it took him how many games did it take Broadfoot to get back into swing of things. Yeah. But what times it were ten games. What have you seen from him that makes you want to start him? I think he's got pace. Well, I, th- I think he'll take a player. Is that it? Is that it? 
Hey. You look at that Morecambe game. Look, look, look at that Morecambe game. And, and I know that we're only probably 10 minutes, but it looked really threatening in that Morecambe game. Yeah, he travelled with the ball really well. He had a long shot, but but that was more central. That was a different position that we were asking him to play against Accrington and against Wednesday. So is he more of a central player? Or is it just to, was that just a good game for him to play in? He played well but, for my for me. He played sorry uh, for me. He no, played God. well against more because it's Morecambe, right? They're not very That's good. Harsh. He played That's all harsh. right against Accrington because Accrington are a good middle of the table type, uh, side. He didn't play good against Wednesday because Wednesday are good. For me, like you can't just play good against the bad teams. Like if you're not going to play good against the good teams, you're not a good player. For me, last time that I checked. Having pace wasn't good enough to get in the start. And last time I checked, not having a run in the team wasn't a good enough excuse not to put the work in. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I might have finished my sentence, but I, I, I thought you jumped on me, mate. So, you know, I think he's got the skill. I think he's got technically, I think he's good enough. I think he's, he's certainly got the, he's certainly dangerous when he's got his uh, the ball at his feet in and around that uh, that 18 yard box. So he's, he's got the attributes, definitely has, I'm sure. You don't become a professional footballer. No, you don't become a professional footballer at this level and, and being, being bought by a club going up into championship to play at that level without the ability. You just don't. End okay. of. Okay. Wait, what, what games have you seen him got uh, technical ability in? He's only played five. 17. He's obviously got ability. 17. He's obviously got ability. I, I haven't seen it. Maybe, maybe I'm blind. I but I agree. He's got a lot of goals at Donny. Seven, maybe a lot of goals. 20, 21, in, in just, 20, 21 in 59 games for Donny, which is a very good return for not a striker. It is. Uh, personally, I haven't seen it, uh, but I've missed some of the games. I haven't seen them a lot. I haven't seen well, anything, really. Yeah, when he, when It'd be interesting to, to see how many of those goals came from midfield and not from the wing. And how many came from set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, when I he, don't, when he turns I, it around, Ben, I'll let you know. That's going that's to take research. I ain't got that for you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, prove me wrong. Prove me, I hope he does so he can win, but I just don't yeah. see it. I don't see what I thought. Not all the hype is about, but I just don't see it. Well, let's hope he's going to get a run. He's going to get at least one more game. I said, I say run. He's going to get at least this game, depending on how bad Chio's injuries. So it's his chance. He's got to see it like that. He's got to see it like this is his chance, unless he does want to leave. And if he wants to leave, good luck to him. Yeah. But he's got he's got to take this chance because if right now we're going to finish the Sadlier chat in a minute because we've gone on for probably longer than we need to. But if I'm an outside club looking at Kieran Sadlier, I'm thinking well, why why would I take a risk on because his wages won't be cheap. It'll, it'll not it'll not be on a grand a week. It will be one of the higher earners. So why would an outside club take a risk on that? And that's why that's the thought behind potentially looking at that sums up Daniel. That's why I think he's right. I think it is Sadlier that's had that conversation with him. Realistically, with the market as it is, who has got the more funds to take that risk? So he's got to he's got to do it. He's only on a two year contract. He is out of contract in the summer, so he needs to get it down and get get playing. Otherwise, who knows where his next move could be? Yeah, don't um, take that risk in the uh, in the uh, five days we've got left of the window. That was bad. I had to think about that. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> well, four. By the time people listen to this, it'll be four. Oh, for, yeah, it's mixed shirt. It's still affecting me. <laughs> <laughs> affecting you. Uh, <laughs> um, before we come back to the Donny game, it is time to talk about transfer transfer market. Silly season normally kicks in about July. It's taken till five days from the window closing for silly season to kick in from top to bottom of the transfer window. Um, Michael Smith is now been strongly linked with a move away. 
It was initially linked with Cardiff, Borough and Bristol City. Bristol City have since distanced themselves. There's unlikely for Middlesbrough to make a signing from him because they've got the guy from, from Wickham. Um, the only place he could probably go, Mick, would be Cardiff. But that's also dependent on Keith Moore getting a move, which is strongly linked again. But Keith Moore is still at Cardiff as we speak. This could all move very, very quickly, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it could. It could, and it, and it could put us in lurch a little bit. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see, aren't we? We're going to have to wait and see. That there's, that we've got to be, we've got to be realistic about this as supporters. We know the situation as far as Rotherham United are concerned. Rotherham United will not bring in somebody for the sake of it, and they will not bring in somebody that can't afford to play or don't fit into wage structure. And, and whether it, that means if that means we go for, through until January without a recognised striker, without another another recognised striker in the squad, then that's how it's going to have to be. Unless there's any free agents out there, it's going to have to be. If if Michael Smith if that goes, happens, if he goes, if Michael, if Michael Smith goes, it is one hundred percent vital to the season. We get another striker in. We I, cannot. I, we, we 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 just can't go. From or from September to January with Freddie and Coyote, it's, it's, not, it's not enough. So, yeah, are you are you advocating then that that we just get somebody in because they're a striker, or we pay more than we that we're paying everybody else just because we need a striker? Are, are you advocating we do that because ultimately, potentially, those are those are the two options we're going to have. Well, we're going to get on how much money we get for Smith. Yeah, the room was one point five in it. Yeah, yeah, but 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 they're still going to fit into that wage structure. But yeah. a loan less, is less likely to have to fit into it. If you've got one point yeah, five million, at, you could you could spend that on a loan. You could do, you could do, but look at these look at these clubs now that all of a sudden we're starting to ask for a million pound loan fee. Well, that's mad. Yeah, what that's the hell? Bad. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, that is just. I mean, that's stupid. That 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 that's really really. Utterly stupid, isn't it? Yeah, you know, a loan fee for a million quid. Oh, spend yeah. a million quid on a player who's going to be out for five years. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just futile. It depends on what your aims are. If your aim is to be happy mid-table, you can go from from August to January to January with Freddie, Freddie, and JJ. Those two, those those two are just two strikers. We've already seen what happens when when one player gets injured with three strikers. Yeah, if Smith goes. You ha- you have to at least re- right now with three strikers we need a fourth. Mm-hmm. If Smith then goes, we need at least a minimum a minimum one. If we don't get one, that we we could find ourselves in a really bad situation in terms of systems and how we can play and what we can do. Without a Smith type player, it limits us. It's going to be really difficult. It's going to be a really difficult last few days, uh, particularly if Smithy does go. Um, but I, I can't imagine that. Warney and Rob Scott are just sat there at round oh, yeah. with a feet up, not doing all about it, you know. But it's got to fit. It's got to fit. It's, it's irrelevant who you bring in because no one can replace Smith. You're not going to find a replacement for Smith within the next three years because he, I'm being dead serious. No one's going to put the work. No one's good enough at that level to replicate what Smith is doing. Nobody thought Smith were. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's putting someone needs to come and put in the work. Uh, personally, I think if Smith goes, I think that promotion very Tough. hindered a lot. But I think we've got a lot of money to rebuild. I'm going to say rebuild. A lot of money to... I hate that word. I hate that phrase. But we've got a lot of time to take our time and be patient. 
make the right moves and pick the right people and do certain things because we've got a lot more money than other clubs because we're a well-run club yeah. and we if if Smith does go it's going to be 1.5 and that's a lot of money in this transfer window for a club who's not paying a lot of wages mm. uh, so listen it's one of them things if he goes we're in a good position if he doesn't we're in a good position so I think he I think he deserves to go personally I think he's the best yeah. player in this league yeah I agree with that I do agree with that. Uh, how how much hard wallet would you play, Danny, in terms of, not in terms of cash, because the cash, by all accounts, the, the level's been set. 1.5 million is apparently the asking price. That's set, that's line in the sand type, type of thing. But if we can't get a replacement in, even if we get the cash, would you let him go? I mean, it comes down to that thing of Smith's worth 1.5 million, but if you take the gamble on promotion, you get six. You know, it... it yeah. But it's like I don't like looking at it that way because that six million it's not set in stone. But if you mm. sell Smith, you can get one point five, <clears throat> or just not let him go, or you can get above that. But it's interesting that Cardiff are on uh, uh, on the edge of losing Kiefer Moore, and they want Smith as, re- as, as his replacement. Now when we we lost Kiefer Moore, but when he went back on uh, back mm. to Rick Barnsley, we had him on loan from. Ipswich. 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 Ipswich at the time. And then we brought Smith in as his replacement. So I don't know if that's where they've tied the two together. I'm I'm not sure. Because Cardiff seems to have come from nowhere. Like it's been Middlesbrough mm. and Bristol throughout nearly the whole window. Middlesbrough's got somebody else in. Bristol have played it down. And now suddenly, oh, Cardiff wants him. You know, it, it's, it, it could be clutching at straws. It could be some truth in it. But like you say, if it is true, it will move very quickly. Um, now, with our current spending, because we've only got one loan player at the minute, which is Reggie, all the rest we've we've paid fees for, whether it's nominal or in terms of the other club, substantial. We can't afford to be spending a lot of money on another player without bringing in money first. Mm. Because of our income level, we'll start teetering towards financial fair play. You know, which seems bizarre because clubs who have had a, a loss of nearly forty million haven't been affected by it, but a club that's only lost five million because of the pandemic is tilted tilting that way because of our income level. Anyway, um, so it seems interesting that even if we want to bring in another striker, which we are looking at, you know, we are still exploring the options of a striker or a number ten. It would either have to be a loan on the cheap, like towards like the very end of the window, or on a free from a club that's released him. So you could say if we get more income from Smith, we could spend a bit more money on bringing somebody else in. But at the same time, no concrete interest has appeared from Smith yet. Uh, it's, mm. And in one, he's just confirmed it in um, in, Thursday's pre- in Thursday's press for the Donny game. No formal bid has come in. There's been more interest in Barlazer than there has mm. with Smith. You know, so, so it could be a case of it could just be hot air that people have formulated on social media. It could there could be some truth in it, but there's nothing on our end that's substantial, really. And like Warney said, the price would have to be right. We're not just going to sell him for the sake of selling him. We'd have to get good money for him. Yeah. But you know, like you say, there's there's four days left when this goes out, so it could move quickly. But it would have to be 1.5 million plus. For Smith to leave, like like with like with Crooks, it was one point five million with add-ons, but that was 
our asking price for him. <coughs> and if and if we don't get the acting price, we're not going to sell him. That's why we turned down the foreign club that came in for one of our players and the price was quite insulting. So we just went, no, off you go. But nothing concrete. No need to panic just yet, as I've seen a few fans are doing on Facebook, which is like the new uh, Rotherham United moaning page. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's a strange one with Smith. He deserves the move, yes, but does he want another crack at the championship with us if we go up? Probably. Um, or we could lose him for free, but make sure we get a, at least a bit of money for him and not make the same mistake as all of Sunday. Yeah, it's just, it might admit, this may this may rumble on. Um, yeah, it's, it, for me, it's from the outset, it's all it looks all dependent on Kiefer Moore, who I think has been with Palace, although I may be wrong Wolves. Uh, with that one. Palace are desperate for a striker. Wolves, Wolves, um, Wolves, Wolves again, similar, similar, but if, if they've got Jimenez, but he's had his issues, so they, they will be strongly inclined to bring something like Kiefer Moore in. Um, let's keep an eye on it. Uh, like I said, it's going to all move very quickly. There's been no rumours of names incoming because I think all in any incoming is a lot dependent um, on Smith. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's bring it back to the Doncaster game. Uh, Mick, how are you seeing us set up uh, on Saturday? You're going to go for, similar to the Wednesday game. Sadly, are in for go on, Ogbeni. for Chio. Does Freddie come back in? Uh, for, for, yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I think Chio won't. I, I think the, the, the news is that Chio won't be yeah. on Saturday. I think. Uh, so I'd, I'd, I'd have Kenny Sadler in there. Uh, I understand Shane McDonald, uh, mate, Shane Ferguson, <laughs> sorry. Shane Ferguson. Why did I say Shane McDonald? I don't know Shane McDonald. You think it's Sean anyway, McDonald? I am. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, it's this shirt. It's just doing it's just It's just hurting my head. It's hurting my eyes. It's hurting everything. Um, yeah, Shane Ferguson, I understand, I pulled up with a bit of a foot injury today. Nothing too serious, but... So I suspect he won't be risked either. So I, I, the team will probably be, for me, probably the same starting eleven with the exception of Chio. So sadly, in for Chio and probably Mikel Miller in for um, Shane Ferguson. I'd like to see Miller play. Yeah, I would I definitely. Like, it gives some different. It gives, yeah, yeah. It gives similar threat to Chio, doesn't it? Yeah, but I, um, that, those are the two changes I see personally. Yeah. Ben, uh, another question. Uh, back three set for me set in stone. As long as they're all fit and healthy, uh, on on defensive news, Curtis Tilt is almost back ready, and he is scheduled to play in the Pizza Trophy, which is against Doncaster the next game, uh, week on Tuesday, which I think is away at the Keep Moat. Anyone that's interested in that one? Um, the only other question then becomes Ben, what are you doing with your strikers? So assuming that Smith stays with us between now and Saturday, which I wouldn't have thought he would have done, you're going to start Michael Smith. Are you then playing Coyote, or are you bringing Freddie back in? Coyote. I think he's played well. I think he's played really well. I mean, we didn't see much of Freddie. I don't think it was Freddie's type of game, mm. uh, if that makes sense. He's not really a derby, scrappy kind of guy. Uh, Unless it's 96 minute. It's 96 <laughs> minute. But yeah, it wasn't really a scrappy goal. It was no. a beautiful goal. It wasn't a stunning. You know I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd start Coyote. I think he looks well. I thought he played better than Freddie when Freddie came on. Mm. So, obviously, I'm not in training, so I don't know who's... I mean, Coyote could have had a stinker in training, uh, but if it's off games, I'd play Coyote. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. We, we talked about this before the start of the season, Danny, um, and that Cody won't start the season 
but there's always that possibility it could force him force his way into the into the into the starting eleven. And when he went off on Saturday, that made things so much easier for Sheffield Wednesday because the only realist that had to deal with Michael Smith because Freddie Wirt is not strong enough. Coyote gives you such a threat in the air on the ground with the pace. Is at the moment for me by rights you should keep Freddie out Saturday. Yeah, I think so. I think Freddie will uh, come on later in the game uh, when, <coughs> excuse me, when uh, I, I, when we've when we've decided the tempo of the game. You know whether it's in our favour of Doncaster's, but from having a quick scan of the Stoke game, like I know it's a cup game, so you can't really base the league off that. But the way Stoke got round Doncaster on quite a few occasions is by getting it round the back line and getting onto that ball. Now, out of the two strikers, I'd put that more on on Freddie to be alert to that ball behind. But at the same time, uh, JJ will be the strong player who will get through them or drive at the defence and create a chance for him. Like We haven't created the most chances in the league for nothing, have we? True. It's, uh, I think we've got. Have we got the highest XG of anybody have. in the league so far? Top of the XG um, table. Oh yeah. Yeah, at least we're at top of something. Which will get um, us three points for that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, three points. Bonus point. End of season. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do think we will play a similar team to the Wednesday game, potentially with Miller and Sadlier in instead of um, Ferguson and Ogbeni because Ogbeni's out. Hundred percent. We might not risk Ferguson for this game. It, you know, just in case. But I don't know. They said it. They said it should be all right. So we might feature, but that might be later in the game. But yeah, I'd, I'd go same team uh, as we played against Wednesday, but obviously without Chio and Fergie. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, um, if, uh, if we'll go score predictions, and then we'll talk about the the spawnment. Mick, score prediction against Donny. Two 0 Millers. Do you want me to tell, we, I, I tell you how wrong we all were against Sheffield Wednesday? Because we all had an absolute stinker. No. <coughs> Excuse me. Ben went 2-0 to Rotherham. That got clipped on Twitter, by the way, Ben. Yeah. Did. Um, ben, what's this one? Ah, uh, 2-1, Rotherham. 2-1. No, 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 no. No, I don't think they're going to score, to be honest. I'm going to go 2-0. I'm going to go 2-0. 2-0. Okay. Uh, I will go one I went 1-1 one, one when I spoke of the radio. I'm going to stick with that. Um, I don't know. I think we still need time. I think, <laughs> I think this break is coming at as a good time, which we'll talk about. Danny? Ugh. Well, Donny haven't scored since opening day, so I think it will be sod low they'll score against us. But, like with our high XG rating, it's bound to just click at some point mm. and we're going to absolutely pace somebody. I don't think we'll pace Donny because they do have that little bit of quality about him, even though they've only drawn a game this season. So I'm going to go 3 1. I'm going ballsy with that one. I like it. I like style. Um, yeah. So that's that. They're, yeah. That, that, like we mentioned, Donny have scored only one goal. Their keeper has saved a few penalties this season. So that's something to watch out for if we get a penalty. Uh, it's saved at least two this season. Um, so you know, I've just missed one. Um, no, they, their keeper. Oh, right. they, well, they won the penalty shootout as well. They won the penalty shootout in the round two. It ran first round of the league cup as well. Oh, I thought you said we had two penalties. I'm like, no. Uh, it's called Pontus Dahlberg or, or Dahlberg or something. I've got his name in front of me. But he's on loan from Watford and he's fairly highly rated um, by Watford. 
Um, so the finish yeah, up, finish point. Mick? Mick? Would you have him outside? I know. No. I wouldn't have him on bench. <laughs> well, there's no room on bench left, is there? Okay. We've got an extra player on bench anyway. Um, the final point to talk about for involving United terms is that we have an enforced international break coming up we were meant to play Lincoln City next Saturday that's now been pushed back to the 10 days later the 14th, uh, a Tuesday night to be fair, a night game in Lincoln is better than a day game in Lincoln the atmosphere and the lights, it's going to be very very special very good, as as it was last time when Matt Crooks scored the winner, I'm sure Um, pretty good Mick we've got a couple of injuries with Chio. Chio gets a couple of weeks off um, I'm interested to see who the, who the internationals are because we know that Shane Ferguson is one of them. Chio hasn't been called up, no. and there needs to be at least three people called up to an internationals for you to allow a game to be postponed. JJ is going to be one of them, you assume, under 21 on the Republic of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, Wes Harding, I would have thought, was likely to be one of them, but Jamaica are about to be put on the red list, which means he won't uh, be allowed to go play for Jamaica yeah. because clubs aren't allowing their players to go play for red list countries. So, that means there's one more player being called for international duty well, that we don't know not, of. Not necessarily. He might have been. He might have had the call, um, and until it goes on the red list, the game's still going ahead. So the postponement's been made now, and it. So that's the end of that. They're not going to re-postpone it and bring it back just because you know something's changed. Although it's EFL, who knows? But they'll be too busy. They'll be too busy worrying about what they get. Are they going to? Get around this derby issue, aren't they? So they, they'll be—they've got—they've got their minds on other things at the minute in EFL. So, yeah, fair enough. Ben, how, how big times it feel that we get to cancel games for internationals? How, how big times yeah. are? Have we ever had that? I, I can't remember that ever happening. We've had a couple of internationals. I don't think we've ever had this many. It's good, man. It's very good. Like, is it promising? Coyote is promising. If it is Harding, that's promising because that's going to boost his confidence. If it's not, that's even more promising. Uh, yeah, he's good, man. Who do you say the other one is? Uh, Coyote, Harding and who? Ferguson. Ferguson. Although he's, he's potentially injured. Yeah, which is another reason why I don't think they'll risk him on Saturday when we don't need to. Yeah, that's possibly. Wouldn't it, it, it be hilarious if we had an international break and none of our players were at international yeah. duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which, is, which is possible at this point. Uh, I'm, I hope it doesn't happen, because I, we, like, we like to see Miller's players uh, play. Yeah. Uh, the, the Donny game is in the international break with the JPT, Papa John's, but that is still going ahead, uh, as far as I know. I don't think that'll get changed. Um, although you never know, I suppose. Um, so that's all I have. Is anybody else got anything to do before I finish up? Can we not just call it the pointless trophy this season instead of the whatever it's called? Can we not just call it the pointless trophy? What, the Papa John's like. Yeah, it just makes it a bit easier, doesn't it? Because we call it the Papa John's or whatever it's called. It's just, just a suggestion, that's all. I'll put it in the suggestion box at the end. It depends if we get far in it. If we get to the final yeah, November, then we'll, we'll call it by its proper name. Clearly it's important then. So, what's it? Is it check a trade? When Papa we all... John's. No, was it was it the Czech trade and JPT? Yeah. Yeah. JP Johnson. Wow, that's it. That's it, it was it was Johnson I mean, Spain, then Czech trade, then it was leasing.com for a season. It used to be the LDV Vans Trophy, Ben. Um, it used I know to be the Ultimate Shield, obviously. 
Uh, it was briefly just the Football League trophy because they couldn't get a sponsor for it. Um, make any others ones? There were some... Uh, the yeah, Freight Rovers. Yeah. Freight Rover trophies. Well, I can't, I, there's been a few more. I can't remember what it will call them. Yeah. There's just been so many. Uh, which which just even even that in itself devalues it. Yeah. Does, yeah. Uh, and, now, and now it's just a reserve team trophy in it for Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. The only... The only thing that's made it well, yeah. The only thing that's made it slightly better is that the trophy doesn't change. What used to happen was the trophy changed with each sponsor. So the auto windscreen shield was a shield, and then when it was the LDV Vans trophy, it turned into a trophy, and then it just had different trophies for different sponsors. It was just crazy. Um, but that's the same now. So thank you all. Um, thank you all for watching, listening. Thank you everyone who's watched our YouTube channel over the last week or so. Three thousand views combined over our podcast and Danny's match day vlog. Um, please subscribe if you haven't already. Over 300 subscribers on there, so everything's moving up. There, we do really appreciate everybody that's got involved, even the Wednesday fans that have commented and everything. Um, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to do now. There's no Wednesday fans commenting on this stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, I do just want to say thank you to the kind messages from a few Wednesday fans because a few were a bit, oh, what are you doing? This, that, and other, and a few have messaged me saying it is a really good podcast. It's just a shame, mm. it's just a shame. That you blow up with against Wednesday, but it is a really good podcast. And I have got a couple following me now who say they will keep an eye on the podcast just to keep an eye on what we're doing. You know, not, not like they're watching other clubs' podcasts and all sinful. It's just to keep an eye on us because apparently we're entertaining. <laughs> we try. Which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you want, well, anybody's not watched already, our YouTube channel is going to be busy over the next few days, as you can imagine. We've got this out on YouTube. The Scouting Report with Liam Oden is up there as well. And after the weekend, Danny's match day vlog will be also up. And hopefully, hopefully this time we have some Rotherham celebrations rather than um, the other team. I quickly enjoyed it. We can't talk about the swearing part, Danny, but I quickly, particularly the Jack Hunt part. That was, I know, I know you're still at Rotherham fans, but the abuse you were getting, they turned around and gave that were just brilliant. I really enjoyed that. My favourite bit was uh, someone yelling, Oi, peacock, you squirrel. But after I stopped, after I stopped recording our in bits, that was so funny. Um, but no, no it, it were, um, I, had to, I did have to cut a few bits out because there was a very naughty word in it. Um, and someone next to me broke the advertising board out of frustration as well. I saw that, yeah. I thought, yeah, you might, so, I thought, so, I thought I meant you'd done it. No, and someone kicked it next to me and I just looked down and go, um, and then things are getting off. Well, that's been needing fixing for the last three seasons because I'm the one who broke the furthest bolt and then somebody else broke the middle one. Um <laughs> well, I mean, it's that. It's frustrating watching Rotherham United, isn't it? Yeah. Well we get a break after after this episode after this next game we get a break. So yeah. um, <laughs> if you want to donate to Mick wearing this your football shirt. You can do for four hundred and some pounds already. Thank you. Don't, we're not going to start name checking everybody because I don't think we'll be that subscribed. But there's some really kind people that's donated already. If you fancy it, go to our Twitter feed. It's the pinned tweet on our profile, or just go on NewYorkTalk.co.uk and click on the Robin Hospice uh, logo. That will take you. That's a hyperlink which will take you to the Just Giving page. Um, and yeah, let's see how much money we can raise. And obviously, we will get the Barry Bannon shirt. And this is this part's not for Rotherham fans. The Barry Bannon shirt will be will be auctioned off within the next week or so, probably on eBay. But we'll let you know when we're in. It depends on what we decide and what's easiest and more convenient for everybody, not just people bidding on it because we've got to get well, it. Um... The main the main part of it is to make as much money as we can, and that um, refuse to pay eBay fees. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. 
We'll have to wait and see how that pans out. But we will do whatever we can. Obviously, the point is to raise as much money as we can for the Rodham Hospice. So, and the fantastic work that they do there. Absolutely stinking lovely. <laughs> that is house is falling down, so let's end it. Um, <laughs> thank you all for watching, listening. We do really appreciate it. Um, we're going to drag it out for a couple more minutes so Mick has to continue wearing that shirt. Uh, ben, it's always been a pleasure. Ben, do you think you'd ever be stupid enough to put a bet forward where you have to wear a no. Wednesday shirt? No. No. Uh, Danny, do you think you'd ever be stupid no. enough to put a bet where you have... Although Danny's, Danny said if we make two grand, he'd wear one. Yeah. yeah. No, well, well, no, I'll put, I'll put it the gauntlet out saying if we made 2K, we'd all wear one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, it, it, if it's for charity, like, like we read those days, you do anything for charity, don't you? So if it means wearing a Chef Wednesday shirt... And it's a charity thing, then you know, might as well. It's like if if Jeff Wednesday beat us again uh, when we go to Hillsborough and we make some sort of daft comment again and we get clipped, we, we could try and do it again. I will. <laughs> There's no doubt yeah. about it. I will. Yeah, if we do it again and then raise even more money, then potentially I'll wear one. <laughs> but it, but it, it won't uh, be one at modern ones because the because I think the design's a bit naff. I have to get one at older ones. Nick, any regrets? Uh, no, not really. No, I mean it's been difficult. It's been difficult. It's it's always difficult doing this podcast, staring back at myself <laughs> on this camera because of the way I look. Anyway, you know, what I mean, it's not it's not not a pleasant thing. I have to look at it, look at it mirror every day. So um, it's been even worse having to look at myself wearing this. Um, but on the flip side of it, listen to all the Sheffield Wednesday supporters that have donated to this. I just want to say thank you. It's fantastic. Um, and Rotherham fans. I, I, listen, well, I, I I expect nothing less from Rotherham fans, you know, because <laughs> because we are better. I it's, 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 it's we've raised four four two. Yeah, well, it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going on fan up to change my prediction for weekend for the team prediction. Yeah, raise four four two. Um, so we'll end it there. Thank you very much. We will see you all on Monday morning for the review of the Doncast again, and we will see you all very, very soon. Cheers for watching. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.